Hey there, true listeners. This is Kyle from the Longbox Cast, and you're listening to another great Four Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out fourrideradio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Celebration starts. The New Jersey Devils for the third time in their history have won the Stanley Cup. The Devils three. The Ducks nothing. Devils Stanley Cup champions. Right through. A pick block by Steve Gleason. It is scooped and scored by Curtis DeLoach. Hey, welcome to Ballpark Bros, the show about sports. That's right. That's Tom. I'm Mike. And with us... Oh, where's David? He's not here today. Oh. With us as sometimes is... Ah, he's not even really a friend of the show. Brother-in-law of the show, Eric Dewey. <laughs> Howdy. Uh, hey, Tom, the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. I mean... Wait, oh, boy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hey, Tom, the Indians blew a 3-1 lead. Wait, no. Hey, Tom, Bama blew a... T- no. The Falcons blew a 25-point lead. You That's what it. I was. Yes. You did it. Super Bowl 51 is in the books. Yeah, it is. Um, I am, uh, wow. So I'm going to be 30 this year. That was the best Super Bowl of my lifetime, hands down. Uh, hands down. It's obviously the best Super Bowl of your lifetime since you're younger than me. Discounting the ones that my team won. Well, I'm talking about, you know, I mean, yeah, I'd love to put Super Bowl 31 and 45 up there, but I'm talking about, you know. Just for for as a game as game. a whole. Well, even even still, forty three is it's up there. It's up there. It's um, up there. But gosh, I mean, take out uh, your personal attachment to the game. This most, was a better. G- most of of the uh, Patriot Super Bowls have been these close ones. Too. Yeah. Well, they've never. Yeah, they've never been in a blowout since uh, the Belichick Brady era because they got blown out in thirty one by Green Bay and they got blown out in twenty by Chicago. Yeah. But their close, their their losses have been close. Their wins have been close, and uh, they got about as close as you can get last night, winning in overtime. Yep, uh, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Eric was just so happy that it wasn't a tie. Yeah, I, I was actually when I heard it. I heard that it went into overtime because I wasn't watching the game. I followed the first half or so on Twitter, and then uh, I was doing other things, so I did not watch the game. But I did hear that it had gone into overtime. I'm like, if this thing ends in a tie, so help me. It can't. <laughs> it can't. Luckily, in the NFL, they won't do that. In most championships, they won't do it. They shouldn't ever do it for any reason ever for any game ever. Right, but except when it ends in a 0-0 win for one team. Or, or You're trying to get me to drop another f bomb? Is that <laughs> is that what's happening? See, you want me to do it while I'm on mic? See, the only way that can happen is in hockey or soccer. So, well, and it it, it wouldn't happen in hockey because they do refer to it as a one nothing victory. Right. The yeah. the goal scorer just doesn't get credit. True. Although there are no shootouts in playoff hockey, so that's right. That can't happen in a championship. But so, all right. Do we want to do we want to dive right into the records or do we want to do, do do a uh, couple of stats. A couple of stats. Well, those are going to give me the records that I'm going to talk about. Um, well, so you know, we all know New England was in that 28 to three hole. Atlanta just jumped all over them. They forced a couple of turnovers. Uh, one of them was a pick six. 
took a twenty-one-three lead into half, and uh, in the first half, in the first half though, New England wasn't really. Yeah, they were down twenty-one to three, but they weren't that far out of the game. I mean, you think about before the before the fumble by Legarrette Blunt, they drove from their own eighteen to the Falcons' thirty. Yeah. Before the pick six, they drove from their own twenty-five to the Falcons' twenty-four, and uh, before that field goal at half, they drove from their own twenty-five to the twenty before they just ran out of time on the drive and had to kick the field goal. Well, I think the the problem with that that drive before half. It wasn't so much that they ran out of time. It's that they called bad plays at the end there. Right. A screen pass for, you know, with 11 seconds left. Yeah, that that was terrible. But, you know, I mean, ultimately they, they just ran out of time to be able to throw it into the end zone. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, they were they were moving the ball, and they were, they were still competitive despite the score. It's, it's not like they were, you know, a bunch of three and outs, and Atlanta's just going up and down the field on them. Yeah, well, it, Atlanta was scoring quickly. Yeah. Um, they had, at one point late in the game, they had only had 33 offensive plays. The Yeah, the so the final stats on that, uh, total plays, New England, 93, Atlanta, 46. Time of possession, New England, 40-31, Atlanta, 23-27. Yeah, see, and if you had the ball for maybe three or four minutes longer, you may have gotten that extra field goal that would have won it. Right. Um yeah, just completely lopsided as far as that goes. Atlanta, I mean, aside from the two touchdown drives, really didn't uh, – or three tu- three touchdown drives, sorry. Uh, really didn't have a lot going offensively. Uh, a couple of three and outs, one to open up the second half. Uh, that probably could have put the game away. Um, and uh, gave up too many sacks. Gave up five sacks. Yeah. Uh, of course, had five of their own. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really evenly matched lopsided game. Yeah. Uh, each team got each team got a half, and then New England got a drive in overtime, which is another point that we've talked about on this show. They still need to go all the way with the yeah. overtime. Yeah, give each team a drive. It doesn't matter if the team scores a touchdown. Give them a ch- give the other team a chance to answer. Yeah, and then you you might get even more intrigued by a, a team scoring a touchdown, the other team going down scoring a touchdown, and deciding that they want to win and going for two. Right. I mean, how much more thrilling would last night's game have been if Matt Ryan gets all the way down to the five-yard line? You know, first and goal from the five, we get up to four plays from the five-yard line to tie a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, You know, that would have been even more thrilling than what we got. You know, as a result, Tom Brady, who at this point was unstoppable because the Atlanta defense was gassed from being on the field for, you know, at that point, what, 85 plays? Yeah. You know, you you, you got him going against this tired defense. That's what's going to happen. He's going to go right down, and he's going to score the game-winning touchdown. There was when they won the coin toss. There was no doubt in my mind how this game was going to end. Yeah, I almost left the bar when they won the coin toss. I just, I just envisioned it being just the quickest possible thing. Yeah, and yeah. it kind of was. It was. Yeah, they had one negative play, and everything else was completions just right down the field. Um, and uh, oh, speaking of the coin toss, um, I really liked having uh, former President Bush out there for the opening toss. Um, and I had posted at halftime on my personal Facebook page. Um, he's up there watching Lady Gaga. I really want to know what's going through his mind right now. <laughs> Ninety-year-old former President Bush and former First Lady. He was probably thinking about what flavor of pudding he would have when he got home. I mean, can you imagine that's going on in front of them, and they're just probably freaking out. It was. He just. I don't know. Maybe he enjoys that type of music. That's possible. 
That'd be awesome. I'd love to see George Bush Sr. just rocking out to Lady Gaga right. on, on the regular. Like, <clears throat> I would just, I would just make me happy. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> uh, it was, it was good to see them uh, at the games. You know, they were both hospitalized within the last two weeks. Um, so good to see them out and about. Yeah. Uh, nothing like a Super Bowl to get you out of bed. Yep. And heck, <laughs> honestly, Barbara didn't look that bad. Tom's got the hots for Barbara Bush. I'm talking about health wise. <laughs> Dingbat. Tom's got the hot for Barbara Bush. Hashtag. <laughs> We're putting that up on the Facebook page, right? Yep. You know, I do have the power to delete those. I can take that away from you. <laughs> I am the sole administrator. You're just a contributor. Yeah, how'd you like to be the sole host? I can live with that. Look, if Colin Cowherd can do it, I can do it. See, he doesn't really do it, though. He just says a bunch of stupid things and then lies a lot. And I know. Then, I can do that, too. And then gets in trouble and doesn't apologize. I know. I can do that, too. I know, but see, I don't think you Anything he know. can do, Mike can do better. I don't so think you know thing about it. how true. much work goes into being a bad radio host. I really do. I do it every week, Tom. Look at me right now. I don't think we're that bad. <laughs> I don't think we are, either. All right. Back to the game. Um, so... Records that records that were tied last night. Uh, most Super Bowl wins by a player by Tom Brady. He tied Charles Haley. Most touchdowns in a game. Uh, James White had three. He tied Roger Craig, Jerry Rice, who did it twice, Ricky Waters, and Terrell Davis. Most touchdowns by a losing team. Atlanta four tied Dallas from Super Bowl thirteen. Carolina from Super Bowl thirty eight. Most two point conversions by a team. New England had two. San Diego had two in Super Bowl twenty nine. And most sacks in a game. Grady Jarrett had three for Atlanta. He tied Reggie White from Super Bowl 31, Darnell Dockett from 43, and Coney Ely from 50. Interesting note on that. Only one of those players was on the winning side. Yeah. Reggie White was the only one on the winning side of that. Um, records that were broken. Uh, Tom Brady broke his tie with Mike Lodish for all-time Super Bowls played at seven. Uh, Belichick broke his tie with Shula for uh, Super Bowls as a head coach. Most games won. He was tied with Chuck Knoll at four, won his fifth. James White, with his three touchdowns and his two-point conversion, uh, broke the record for points in a game that was held by Craig Rice, Waters, and Davis. Uh, so he had 20 points. Surprising that it's that it wasn't a kicker who had the most points. Well, I mean, just in a solo game, I mean, you figure you got to get five field goals and three extra points to get to 18. Yeah, I mean, it's... Or six field goals or, you know... But you don't really expect a player to have three touchdowns all by himself. Right. Um, and then uh, White also broke the record for receptions in a game that belonged to Demarius Thomas. He had 13 as he will 48. White beat him by one last night. And the Patriots overcame the largest deficit in Super Bowl history. Uh, the previous record was 10. Um, and that was by the Redskins in Super Bowl 22. They beat Denver 42 to 10. The Saints in Super Bowl 44, they beat, they beat Indianapolis 31 to 17, and the Patriots two years ago in Super Bowl 49 when they beat the Seahawks 28 to 24. And the Patriots broke the record for most first downs in a game with 37. Well, when you have 900 plays, right? Um, that record had belonged to San Francisco with 31 all the way back in Super Bowl 19. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and then Brady's records, uh, most passes in a game, uh, 62, uh, broke Jim Kelly's record of 58, uh, set in Super Bowl 26, which is that the one where they got blown out uh, or was that the closer of the two Dallas ones? Uh, I, I don't remember. I don't, yeah. I don't remember at this point. They're all a blur. Um, most, uh, 
pass completions in a game, 43. Broke his own record from two years ago of 37. And most passing yards in a game with 466. Um, he did actually break the record before overtime. Good, because I was going to have yeah. to put an asterisk on that one. He, he did break it before overtime. I'm pretty sure he had 417 at over before overtime started. And Kurt Warner had 414 in Super Bowl 34. Kurt Warner is also number three and four on this list with 377 in Super Bowl 43 and 365 in Super Bowl 36. There's a reason that that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yes, he is going to Canton, um, which we'll get into that later. Um so I like Kurt Warner. Yeah. Well, you just know. wanted to throw my two cents in there. I'm pretty he sure seems like every, a good guy. I'm as pretty well sure as, everybody he, likes Kurt Warner, as well as being a good good footballer. But uh, he seems like a like a decent human being too, which is cool. I like that. Yeah. He uh, he was always one of my favorites uh, when I was growing up too. Um, his time with the Rams a little bit more so. Um, I was an adult by the time he was sucking it up with the Giants and then playing for the Cardinals. Yeah. Well, everyone sucked it up with the Giants. Yeah. Um, and the Cardinals too. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, he did well with the Cardinals. He got to the Super Bowl. You know, he was. Yeah. You know, Wait, he, which means he did exceptional considering the rest of the team and the management yeah. and the ownership. Yeah. You know, he was brought <laughs> in to back up Matt Leinart and Josh McCown. Yeah, that that worked out tremendously well man, for them. Man. Um. So, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Greatest quarterback of all time. <sighs> I don't even have a dog in this fight, but I, I enjoy this. <laughs> I. Just, Give me a week to process. I mean, I'll have an answer for you by the next show. I mean, it was already, it was already uh, pretty. Uh, Not statistically the greatest. Well, no, that's still Peyton and Brett and Dan. Yeah, I mean there, are, and there are some quarterbacks playing today who might end up passing him on on some of the statistical lists. Drew Brees. Actually, Drew Brees might be ahead of him right now. Um, in in some of them he is, in some in others he's not. Yeah. I um, I just as far as being a competitor and and winning, he is the greatest. You know, I don't think anyone has ever wanted something more than the Patriots wanted this Super Bowl win. I just hope that uh, Belichick and Brady can sit down and take a long look at this Super Bowl and decide to retire right now. Okay, so I know that you hope for that, but that's actually my next question, was how much longer do you think we have of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? Well, I saw something on the Twitter that said that... Hey, wait, we're on the Twitter. We are on the Twitter. Where are we on the Twitter? Uh, 4E... At 4E Ballpark yeah. Bros. Check us out. We, we, we might start tweeting more if we, we get some followers. We tweet sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I saw I saw on the Twitter that uh, uh, Patriots ownership want to get Tom Brady a new deal and think that he'll play for three to five more years, which is down from the ten years that he said. Well, but he said that five years ago, so it's actually yeah. Still he on also track. said it four, three, and two years ago. <laughs> um, do you think he's going to have the same fire next year? You know, um, I do really think that this this run to the Super Bowl was sparked a little bit by his suspension. Yeah. I think he really wanted to come out and just kind of uh give the bird to Mr. Goodell. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting post-game exchange. I don't know if, how late you stayed at the bar, but I was out the door as soon as that last play was over. Yeah. Um so after the game, they're standing there in the pool and everything and Goodell comes up and he puts his hand out and Brady just stares at him. And finally, Goodell says, congratulations, and Brady reaches out and shakes his hand. Um, so that that reaction, and then um, 
there's a shot of Brady just kneeling, bent over, just head on the ground, and you could tell how emotional he was, and he was crying, and a lot of it has to do with his mom has cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which he had, they had all kept pretty quiet uh, leading up to this, and not a lot of people knew about it. Um, and she was at the game, so I'm sure he was emotional for that reason, and... You know, the fact that the deflate gate thing was the most ridiculous penalty uh, ever imposed on a team, um, being able to overcome that and just do what he did this season. And, you know, there was some talk, should he have been the MVP over Matt Ryan? Um, you know, he might have had that as a little motivation too, but he just, he was so overwhelmed after that game. It, it was it was very nice to watch the raw emotion from that moment. Uh, yeah, well... What about some other some other players who might retire from these teams? Uh, well, Dwight Freeney's done. You think I so? I, no, I'm pretty sure he's said oh, it. Oh, he said? Yeah, I completely uh, forgot that he was with the Falcons. Until he made that sack late until in the game. Until he made that sack. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone else is really going anywhere. Um, they're all fairly young guys. Um, Atlanta should be back next year in the conversation. Um, but So where do they go from here? Because they're losing their offensive coordinator. Kyle Shanahan's going to become the offensive coordinator in San Francisco. They take their quarterback's coach and make him the offensive coordinator? Well, rumor has it it's going to be Chip Kelly. No, don't do that. Don't do that. There's also a rumor that uh, Shanahan is taking the quarterback's coach with him because he came from Washington to Atlanta with him. Hmm. Uh, Well, then you take your... Oh, boy. Anyone but Chip Kelly? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'll do it. Hey, Atlanta Falcons. You need, a, you need a guy to tell Matt Ryan to go out there and throw the ball. Although, I can be that guy. Although, look at it this way. With Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman, don't you kind of want a guy that knows how to use those quick backs? and? Yeah, get them out of the uh, backfield quickly to catch a pass from Matt Ryan. Chip Kelly might be all right in that in that capacity. As a head coach, he's obviously a train wreck. But look at, look at Wade Phillips, defensive genius, train wreck of a head coach. I don't know that that was completely his fault, though. Yeah. Look at the team he had. Yeah, his yeah his time in Buffalo was not great. He would never had all the pieces, and uh, yeah, Dallas was kind of a disaster as well. Um, but no, I, I mean you know there are those guys that they're just built to be coordinators. Yeah, Dick LeBeau. Yep. But the thing is, I don't think he ever wanted to be a head coach. I don't know. I mean, when he took that job in Cincinnati, I mean. I'm sure that's what he aspired to be up to that point. When he came back to Pittsburgh, I'm sure he never wanted to leave to be a head coach again. Well, yeah, definitely not then. But I'm sure the like, first time around, he was chomping at the bit for his chance. I don't know. I think I think when you when you realize that you're that good at something, you're content to do that. Yeah, but he had to realize he wasn't cut out to be a head coach first. Yeah. So, um, so looking at reasons why Atlanta blew this, they only ran the ball 18 times, and they hit. At, didn't they have like a six? They had a five point seven. Five, yeah, yeah, five point seven average. And you have the lead. Yeah, you have a big lead, and you don't run the ball. Yep. Kept kept coming up for shame. Um, Julio Jones, four catches. Yeah, but they were really good catches. They were. Um, yeah. This so the sideline one at towards the end there when it looked like they were going to move into field goal position to put this away. Um, that right there could have been the catch of the game. Yeah. Right up until Julian Edelman happened. Yeah. Um, for those of you who didn't see this, and if you didn't see this, I'm not sure why you're listening to us. Um, <laughs> David Tyree got dethroned uh, from his position of uh, you know greatest catch of all time in a Super Bowl. Um, pass gets tipped up in the air, 
Well, I don't agree that that was the greatest, but we'll save that for another discussion. Yeah. Uh, pass gets tipped up in the air. Edelman's probably about a half yard away from the ball. Dives in in the, the middle of three defenders. The ball lands on a player's leg. He gets his arms around it and just barely saves it from hitting the turf. If any one of those Falcons isn't there, it's not a catch. I know. It's a, the perfect storm and just amazing. Uh, but for him to dive in from, you know, being out of the play after the tip and diving back in, it it was one of the more impressive catches I've ever seen. Right up there with the curse one from uh, two Super Bowls ago when it looked like Seattle was going to go down and take the lead. Yeah. With the tip by Butler and uh, curse catching around his back and everything. Uh, we've, we have had some damn good catches in the last, uh, what, back to 42, eight, nine years. Yep. Um, it seems like there's at least one in every game. Yeah, we yeah we get these big big plays like that. Um, uh, so, you know, sometimes they're momentum swingers. Sometimes they keep the drive alive, like uh, last night. And I I really definitely would have liked to have seen uh, Odell Beckham make one this year. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been him. You know. Um. So I know uh, there's gonna be a lot of talk about the officiating. I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was bad at all. There should have been. There there was some. I didn't see any tweets about it, so it couldn't have been that bad. Yeah, um, there was there was some talk on so on the holding penalty that knocked the Falcons out of field goal range on that last. The trip. one where he had the guy by the neck. Yeah, there was also a face mask on. Yeah, a Patriots defender that went uncalled. They should have been offsetting and not a ten yard penalty, which would have made well, getting the yards back for a field goal a little bit easier on Atlanta. But uh, that face mask on the Falcon, the Falcon player also tore the. Patriot player's helmet off by the face mask. Right, so, so that would have been three penalties, all still offsetting. Would it have been offsetting? Yes, still yes, multiple penalties. If they go against both sides, they're offsetting no matter how many. That's dumb. Everything should, is offsetting. They should take. I mean, there would have been two face masking. Those should have offset, and then the holding should have been. Nope, everything offsets, and they replay the down. That's silly. So it should have been offsetting, and they should have had you know. It would have been third and twenty-three instead of, or yeah, instead of third and thirty-three, and they would have had another shot to get those yards that they had gotten the first time around to get back in a field goal range. But you know, other than that, and there there was a high low block towards the end there. Um, yeah, that was missed. Grand scheme of things, so what? That moves New England back ten yards, and you know, that's just they were going to make that yardage anyways. The way Tom Brady was playing, I don't think it was that big of a deal. You know, we were talking about needing a big blown call. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, and we did not get it. Lousy refs. Can't do anything wrong. <laughs> How dare they do their job mostly right. properly this time. Um, so is it is this worse than Golden State blowing a 3-1 and the Indians blowing a 3-1? You know, I don't think that it is, but at the same time, they shouldn't have blown this lead. Right. I think there's a big difference between blowing a series lead when you have multiple games that you have to lose in a row in order to, to mess it up yeah. as opposed to giving up some points in the second half of one game. Right. I, I tend to still agree. Still bad. Just, yeah, way. Yes, yes. Still. <laughs> still, it's still in the not good column. Right. Um, and I I think this is a better comeback than the Buffalo comeback in the wild card round in 93. Uh, maybe. Although I, I do want to say that I did get a bit of enjoyment out of out of this um, because as I was at the bar, I got to watch somebody lose $250. Really? Yeah. Did they make a bet at halftime? Or? No, no. They, I, I don't know when they made the bet, but I heard the guy comment that he was uh, 
going to lose $250 if the uh, Patriots scored that touchdown. Wow. Oh, man. I, so I po- I posted about the prop bets and everything. I don't know what the outcome of any of them were. I, I don't really care, uh, to be honest. But I was playing around on, on the website looking at different things and um, just some of the stuff you can bet on. You can bet on damn near anything. What kind I of mean, champagne they spray yeah, on each other. Right? Like, I mean, that guy could have lost his money on literally anything. Yeah. Like, it could have been because the touchdown was uh, James White. It could have been because... Well, I would imagine it was because the Falcons then did not cover the spread. Oh, yes, that could, yeah. Look at you with your pragmatism. Well, I forget, thinking yeah. the normal bet is the way to go. Right. But yeah. That's me. I mean, you know, he could have lost his money on so many different I things. I think it's yeah. because it's... Uh, the touch the touchdown occurred in uh, the northwesterly portion portion of Corsion? the Corsion, yes, Make a new word. Hey, put that uh, on the write up for today's show. Portion <laughs> Corsion of the end zone, and that's why he lost the two hundred fifty dollars because he had bet that that particular touchdown would take place in the uh, southeasterly fifth inch of the end zone. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that? Uh, is that uh, stadium arranged north, south, or east, west? Literally no idea. <laughs> Could not tell you. <laughs> Never been there. Only been to Texas once in my life, and did not get that far into the state. I, dro- I drove across the top part of the the top part of the state on the way to Arizona. That's probably your best bet. And uh, well, when we came we from a- Arizona to Ohio, we drove past the corner of Texas. We we there was a point where we could have thrown something out the window and it would have landed in Texas, but we were not actually in Texas at any point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you we, were in Oklahoma. We were. Yeah. We did go through the panhandle of Oklahoma. We we went through the top part and I, we have a we have a cousin who lives in Texas down in Katy and uh, I texted her. I was like, "I'm in your state. I'm still like 5 hours away from you, but I'm in your state." <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> You're like, "I'm watching you." <laughs> I am in the same place as you. Well, the same uh, general geographic location am, based on these arbitrary yeah, lines I am that much, <laughs> were decided years and years and years ago. I am much closer than normal, as it is usually <laughs> a 20-something hour drive. <laughs> well, a five-hour drive away now. We, I think we avoided Texas on the way back, though. So we probably came back the way that you guys came across, too. Did you Did you cut through the panhandle of yeah. Oklahoma? Yeah. yeah. You know how I, I went? I flew. Yeah, good for you. I sat down, enjoyed a nice... 20-minute nap, watched the uh, preseason football game uh, that the guy was watching next to me on his phone. Uh, Wow. Had some peanuts and pretzels. I love sports, but I'm not watching preseason sports on on a mobile device on a plane. That's just not happening. Well, if you got the Wi-Fi included with this ticket, I could maybe see if there was nothing else on. Like, or maybe he had a job where that was. Uh, maybe that was part of his job. Maybe maybe it was, maybe it was business, his job, so to speak, to watch and report on sports. I still don't <coughs> don't think I would. This isn't my. Jo- I don't get paid for this. Then you, sh- then you should want to watch preseason sports on an airplane more than that guy, because you love it. You're doing this because you love sports. I'm doing this because I love the sound of my own voice. You and maybe like three other people. Maybe. See, I I just uh, don't like the sound of my own voice. Tom does this show. Like, is, this was originally just going to be me, and Tom's like, wait, Michael's going to have a sports show? That is like the perfect chance for me to disagree with him nonstop. Hey, Eric, can I be on the show too? And he's like, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'm just producing the thing. So you I get to hear my own voice, and Tom gets to argue with me. We each get our favorite thing in the world. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so... 
Uh, have there been any lines released for uh, or any uh, odds released for next year's Super Bowl yet? I know that's usually like a next day thing. I did I was, not check. I haven't seen anything yet. I gotta imagine the Patriots are gonna be installed as the favorite. If I were anywhere near Vegas, I might go and throw down like a ten dollar bet on whoever the underdog is for the whole thing. Because you can you can bet on yeah. who's gonna win the Super Bowl right away. And if it's the you know say the Cardinals for example, it's probably a a big long shot. And uh, even if they get better during the the year, your bet's locked in at whatever you put it in at. Right. So, which if you would have bet on the Rams in Super Bowl thirty four, you would have been a multimillionaire. We, we'd yep. be doing this show from a professional studio right now. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything yet about uh, not seeing anything yet about the odds. They for, normally come out around noon. Yeah. Um, Just it's it's three hours earlier in in Vegas. Yeah. So you know they're not even up yet. Um, so Tom Brady's jersey got stolen last night after the game. <laughs> How much champagne did he uh. drink that somebody was able to just take his shirt? Well, so he went, he, he went and he did, he went and he Imagine did just walking his... up, hey, hey, Tom, hey, Tom, hey, let me, let me just get this. Let me just get this. No, just raise your arms, raise your arms. So <laughs> they just take it right off him. It's amazing. They went in, they did the celebration. He got undressed, threw on the championship t-shirt and went out and did his media obligations. He came back and the jersey was gone out of his bag. Somebody is – you can't sell that. Right. You, somebody is incredibly rich with no way to get that money. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he made the comment afterwards. He goes, well, I guess we'll I guess we'll see it on eBay next week or something like that. And, uh, yeah, so, somebody went in and swiped this. And, I mean, think about what this is worth. He breaks the record for Super Bowls played, breaks the record for wins by a quarterback, extends his own all-time records for completions, yardage, attempts, everything like that. And it's the first overtime. And, yeah, and the first overtime in Super Bowl history. And somebody swiped. Oh, this was the first overtime? Yes. Oh, wow. 50 Super Bowls before this, no overtime. Did not realize that. Yep. So, yeah, they set a record by having the first overtime and by having the first overtime touchdown of all time. So, by the law of averages, the next 49 Super Bowls will all go to overtime. Tom is right. <laughs> that Yes, it's a certainty. Just put money on it right now. Yep, go ahead. By the way, you could have bet on whether or not the game would have went to overtime. And if you had done that at halftime, you would have been throwing stuff all over your house, kicking kicking dogs, just just destroying everything. I usually only kick the dogs when I'm unhappy. If I had put a bet on it going to overtime, then it went to overtime. Right, no, but at halftime when it was 21-3, oh, to three, oh, gotcha. I mean, you'd have been, I read you. you'd have been you. kicking animals. I thought you meant you placed the bet Punching your wife. You would just probably been... have been even longer odds than when if you placed the bet before right, the game. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So there are people that made a crap ton of money off that going to overtime, including Fox. Yeah. Um, who got to sell additional ad time? Um, and uh, well, I think they uh, they broke twenty million in ad revenue. I believe. That's it. Well, That's all. Yeah. I mean, his companies are paying a million for thirty seconds. They cut down the number of commercial breaks this year. But why? The only reason people watch is the commercials, right? Yeah, so i many I've, years past, that's been the only reason I've watched. And then over the past five or so years, the commercials just haven't been entertaining enough to bother with. I, I'll check out the best of on YouTube yeah. you know, the next day and call it good. Uh, yes. They, so, yeah, they, they cleared $20 million, oh, $20 million more in revenue, sorry. Oh, from those from, just from overtime. From overtime spots, $20 million more in revenue. So yeah, they they must, uh, they must have those like already in reserve. Like, they replay they replayed a couple. I do know that. Um, so they probably don't have that many in reserve. There's probably people who are like, okay, well, 
I'm willing to put the money out to make the commercial, and I'll air it other times, but I'm only going to play it on the Super Bowl if it goes to overtime, <laughs> because I've got a pretty good indication. I mean, 50 years, this hasn't happened, so yeah. I'm probably not going to have to pay that bill. <laughs> oh, crap. Laws of, <laughs> laws of averages at that point, it was never going to happen. Exactly. Well, I mean, as long as you make a commercial that doesn't have a celebrity in it, you can just sit on that commercial until the game goes to overtime. Right. Best commercial of the night, Christopher Walken speaking the bye-bye-bye lyrics. Oh, that's awesome. By uh, far. By far <laughs> the best that, commercial of the that night. That I will need to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that. Um, actually, so like, I get annoyed when people – I've been at a Super Bowl party where I've been shushed during commercials, and then that same person has gotten mad at me when I shushed them during the game. <laughs> Don't shush them. Punch them. Uh, but la- so last night, my, my wife was talking during that commercial, and I shushed her because it was Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> and then Justin Timberlake shows up on the screen, and she goes, yeah, now we can shush. I said, no, you should have been shushed before. It was Christopher Walken. No children making noise, no party guests yammering on. It's Christopher Walken time. You have that time every day, though. I do. You lock yourself in your room. And just watch old Christopher Walken clips from old movies and commercials and... And that one Moby video. Yeah. That is the greatest music video of all time. It is pretty awesome. And it wasn't Moby. It, wasn't it was Moby, Fat though. Boy Slim. Yeah. And did you know that Christopher Walken is actually Is there really a difference? That? Yes. <laughs> yes, there's a difference, Tom. Is there, though? <laughs> there is. And here's the thing. like, I, I If that song comes on the radio or like on a mix on my Spotify or something, like I just I skip it. I won't listen to it because I need Christopher it's, Walken. The song isn't good. No. It's the video it, no, that makes terrible. it. No, it's terrible. But I'll listen to it if Christopher Walken's on the screen dancing to it. You know, he he is a trained dancer, and that's how he was able to choreograph that himself. So, that yeah. Greatest music video of all time. I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. Uh, <clears throat> you See, you don't disagree with me. You're just trying to, you're just trying to pick a fight. Yep. I, I don't know, guys. I, Christopher Walken's great in everything, but he's no DJ Scat Cat. All right, let's take this outside. <laughs> and so, I have to say that Paul Abdul's Opposites track might be uh, in the running here. It's it's a distant second place. <laughs> a distant second place. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. And we're going to move on to another sport. What? There was other sport? There was. Uh, we're going to get into our basketball power rankings. 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 Well, I hope you did them. I did. I always do. What with you being worthless and all. Hey, I put together that list of animals. Yes, you did. I cannot wait for that. Um. So normally I give like a little stat or whatever about the teams, but we talked a lot about the Super Bowl and we got quite a few uh, <clears throat> quite a few topics to get to, uh, including uh, we're going to talk about NASCAR for the first time on the show and the yes. WNBA double gas. Yeah, that was that was good work. Sound. Thank you. Yeah. David's not here to do sound effects, so I thought I'd fill in a little bit. That works. Uh, so I'll, I'll give a couple stats here and there, but uh, just really quickly, we got the Clippers at number ten. Okay. 31 and 20, 4 and 6 over the last 10. Um, they have really dropped off. They have. Uh, they played against Boston yesterday or Saturday. Uh, the weekend's a blur. It was one of those. Uh, anyway, it was. Paul, yeah, it was yesterday. It was Paul Pierce's last game in the Garden. Oh. And he was held scoreless up until about 11 seconds left in the game. And he just. They were, they were out of it. it. Game was over. Boston was a clear winner and pierce pulls up about two and a half feet outside the three-point line and just lets one go 
drops right in. Beautiful shot. Um, gave the fans a nice send off for him. I mean, they they still love him in Boston. Yeah, which is surprising. <laughs> they tend to not love anything that isn't themselves. Yeah, well. Um, so nice little send off for him, and he he was clearly emotional too, leaving the garden for the last time, and that three pointer ensured that he he scored in every single game he ever played in the garden. That's impressive. Had he not gotten to take that three pointer, it would have been the first first scoreless game of his career there. Um, I mean that like I I know that there's a lot of scoring in the NBA, but to score in every single game you play in a building, yeah, when you played for that team. It took it took Tim Duncan all the way till his nineteenth season to have a game without any points. That's really something. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a streak as impressive as that. It really is. Um, number nine, the Memphis Grizzlies, thirty-one and twenty-two, six and four over their last ten. Uh, they got home games against San Antonio and Golden State coming up. Two of their next three big challenges. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what they can do. See what they're made of, as they say. Uh, I'm assuming mostly carbon. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm assuming carbon and water and, you know. Um, number eight, the Atlanta Hawks, 30-21, and 6-4 in their last 10, 15-5 in their last 20. Hmm. Um, trading Kyle Korver was apparently the greatest thing they could have done. I guess so. <laughs> uh, especially when you look at the fact that Cleveland's been pretty bad since he got there. Um, number seven, the Utah Jazz, 32-19, 7-3 over the last 10. Number six, the Washington Wizards, 30-20, and 9-1 over their last 10, 14-2 in their last 16. Uh, so they've been on quite the tear lately. Yeah, uh, and playing out of their minds, climbing up the uh, up the ladder in the East. Yeah, um, th- them and uh, the Boston Celtics. Yeah, thirty three and eighteen, seven and three in their last ten. Um, yeah, they're going to climb up there, and they're they're both getting close. Uh, they they both overtaken the Raptors. Yes, uh, who do not appear in my top ten, uh, and. Uh, Boston has a few more losses, and they're only a game in the win column behind number four, the Cleveland Cavaliers, thirty-four and fifteen, five and five in the last ten. Um, Kevin Love, he's been struggling of late with some back issues. He did put up twenty-six and sixteen against the Knicks the other night. Uh, so wow! Nice bounce, bounce back for him. I, I, you could probably put up twenty-six and sixteen against my Knicks. That's possible. Uh, number three, Houston Rockets, thirty-seven and seventeen, five and five in their last ten. They retired Yao Ming's number over the weekend. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. Uh, great honor for him. Uh, it's kind of a shame he didn't get to play longer. You know, those yeah. Knee issues, knee and back issues throughout his career. Yeah. Well, that happens when you're eighteen feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it was a nice ceremony. Uh, recommend you guys all check it out. I don't think we posted it yet. Uh, I'll try to get that up there on the Facebook page. Uh, check us out on Facebook, 4E Ballpark Bros, uh, or just search Ballpark Bros. Uh, We're the one with the logo that says Ballpark Bros. Yeah, and our names, too. Yeah. It's pretty fancy. Neat. Big thanks to Kit for that. I don't know if we thanked her on air for that. but uh, I don't know. Thank you, Kit. We appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Kit. Um, we love the logo. We do. Number two, San Antonio Spurs, 39-11, and 8-2 over the last 10. They're getting, to go, they're getting ready to go on the uh, rodeo road trip. Oh, Aren't they going to not do that anymore after um, this year? No, no. It's that uh, Chicago got out of their oh, yeah. Chicago got out of their circus trip, and then the circus got canceled altogether. Yeah, um, which was kind of sad, but also kind of good. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm not for the way they treated animals, and things have been better. Yeah, they they had started uh, trying to place their elephants in, in in preserves and stuff, and and doing things to try to help minute. the animals. Elephant preserves? That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Reserves. 
Preserves. <laughs> same same thing. It's no elephant jam, but still. I, I prefer the preserves because you get those ch- the chunks, the chunks of, of elephant, elephant right, right in, in there. there. Oh, it's delicious. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Moving on. Elephant preserves. You got to do something about the color, though. Spread they do. That yeah, that gray stuff over your toast. It's just it doesn't look good, but well, it is surprisingly good. It really is. Um, now, what you, what you need to do? You need to make yourself a good PB and J. Um, use that giraffe peanut butter they've been making. That just doesn't make any sense. It's giraffes and peanuts. I find the quality to be a little spotty. Mixed though. into a paste. I'm leaving. <laughs> we did it. We broke Tom. <laughs> All because of one tiny, tiny misstep on his part. I hate you all. <laughs> Our but, work here is done. All right, I'm pack up the studio. Show's <laughs> over. Thank you for listening to the last ballpark bros of all time. <laughs> uh, all right, number one, the Golden State Warriors, forty-three and eight, eight and two in the last ten. <laughs> Steve Kerr got ejected. I don't know if you saw this. What? How, how do you get ejected? He's all the way out of mid-court arguing calls and then starts swearing at the refs and got booted. Isn't that normal behavior <laughs> for their, coaches? It was in their overtime loss to the Kings. It was it was entertaining. Um, it was, it's kind of funny watching him uh, lose his temper. It uh, it reminds me of when Jim Leland lo- used to lose it when oh, he was man. managing the Tigers. Yeah. It was it was good. It was very good. Um so we uh, Golden State, they're the only team in the league with fewer than ten losses. Yes, and I mean it's to be expected. They are still the strongest team and will continue to be. If they win out, they're going to break their record. Yeah, <laughs> if they win out, um, if they go on the longest winning streak in NBA history. <laughs> uh, we do have a big game coming up on Saturday. Yeah, the Warriors are going to OKC. Ooh, KD's first trip back since leaving. On the 4th of July, um, I believe it's uh, on ABC. I know that's what I'm doing this weekend. I might watch a basketball game. <laughs> that is that is what I'm doing this weekend. Actually, probably not. Uh, uh, oh, no. I, what time is the game? I'm not sure. If it's, it's probably not until afternoon, right? Probably. Okay. You got to work? No, I'm filming that day. Ah, gotcha. Um, Wait, so someone covered your shift? Cause... Yeah, I switched with, uh, with Chris. Okay. I was going to say, because I know that I work. <laughs> Um, all right. Anyway, so yeah, we're looking forward to that on Saturday. Um, I will be sure to watch that, and we'll get a pretty good report on that for next week's show. Um, that's it for men's basketball. Uh, we're going to hop over into the WNBA now. Uh, we had it, it is the off season for them, um, but we had a really big trade. Um, the Chicago Sky sent Elena Del Don. Uh, one of the NBA's WNBA's best players to the Washington Mystics for Stephanie Dolson, Kalia Copper, and the number two overall pick. Okay, so she is like the best player. She is. Yes. <laughs> She's obviously yeah. worth quite a bit. Yeah, she she's right up there uh, with Tamika Catchings and Griner and all the you know all the bigger names. Um, I'm actually looking forward to uh, to their season getting started. Uh, I I finally you know have an actual reason to sort of pay attention to it and maybe try and catch a few games. I know Tom and I used to watch when we were kids. We used to watch the WNBA um, when the Houston Rockets won their championships right out of the gate. It wasn't the Houston Rockets, or sorry, Comets, <laughs> Comets, Houston Comets won their championships right out of the gate. I do remember watching some then. Uh, like you know, we weren't like 
buying jerseys and wearing hats and stuff, but I remember I remember watching it. Yeah. Have you been to an actual live game? I have not, no. No, uh, Detroit doesn't have a team anymore, so. Oh. Yeah. I, I've been to a sport that you guys haven't. Oh, Amazing. Hey, I've, I've been to a WNBA game. I even yeah. have a, uh, uh, what's her name, Brittany Grinder? Grinder, yeah. yeah. Huh, nice. From, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, uh, I was actually, I was looking at tickets uh, last night when yeah. I was doing the research. I was like, you know what? I'm going to check this out. Uh, Indiana and Chicago both have teams, so probably our uh, best bet to get to go to a game this year. Yeah. Uh, we still got to figure out NWHL, too. Um, yeah, that's a little more since, difficult. Right, um, since you guys' game got canceled. And- they uh, they have announced that they will be, all four teams will be back next season. Yes. Um, and that's good news for the league. Yeah, and their All-Star game is coming up this weekend. Yeah, um, should be a lot of fun. How did, They had captains? They had captains, and then they had a, a fan vote, and then uh, the the captains picked players uh, from the fan vote, and then also just from the teams. Gotcha. So it's like... You only have four teams to choose from, though, total, so yeah. you're essentially going to have half of each team... It's gonna essentially be representative. Well, there's there's five or six from each team, yeah. yeah. And it's, um, but I think it's cool that they they let the captains pick the players, you know, outside of right. the uh, the fan vote because fan vote never works. That's how you end up with Bodie McBoatface. That's, that's true. That's, that's what happens right. when you vote when you when you turn it over to the fans. Although the fans did name uh, what was it a bridge in Sweden after Stephen Colbert. So that That's worked true. out. That was a lot of uh, campaigning on yeah. his part yeah. to, to make that happen. It was happen. great, though. Colby McBoatface did no campaign no. whatsoever and still won. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, although Colbert's bridge got overturned because they won't name things after living people. Oh, he's going to have to die. Well, yeah. Bodie McBoatface got overturned because the, uh, the people, people don't like fun. Are, are mean <laughs> and don't like Bodie McBoatface. It's terrible. There's nothing wrong with Bodie McBoatface. They changed it to Bodie Mac Boatface, actually. Sure. Oh, he's Scotty. It's more appropriate for the right. for the region. <laughs> I don't know. We need a. It wasn't. It was a, a a British boat, I believe. We need to have a naming contest of our own. We have that little mascot that I drew at work. Oh yeah. You see, yeah, you see my mascot, the guy with his head on fire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got a mascot for the show. We'll have to have a naming contest for him. He's a Audie ha- McFirehead. He's a he's a happy little guy. His 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 head unintentionally is shaped like home plate. <laughs> I don't know. That was on purpose. Because to represent baseball. No, no, no. Because he was because he was drawn for something completely different. <laughs> Michael's just not a very good artist. <laughs> he was drawn for something completely different, and we decided not that long ago that he'd be our new mascot. So we'll, we'll have to come up with it. We'll do a naming contest for him. If you want to name him Bodie McBoatface, we'll we'll make it his name. <laughs> if it wins the vote, it's getting it's it's going to be the name. It is. Yeah, we're not going to go around and and uh, and. Uh, change the name on you just because we don't like what you came up with yeah until of course a sponsor comes along and wants to uh you know give a corporate name to the mascot that's true in which case things might change when his name is frito Baseface, um (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be because frito offered us more money any money (laughs) yes you'll have to make a few different versions because you'll have to have chili cheese frito base face and then uh you know the cheddar one the, what's the uh they've got like a a cheddar hot dog something so yeah something like, like that a weird one chili dog one the chili dog flavor i think i don't i don't know i eat the regular and the chili cheese and that's it that's all you need i miss the barbecue ones those are good since they're not a sponsor yet i'm gonna just go ahead and say this i actually don't like frito <laughs> and now they'll they're never weird, be a sponsor weird texture thanks a lot eric they're not the right texture for a corn this chip. man does not <laughs> speak to our beliefs 
Frito-Lay has a lot of other good products, though. I would like I his remarks that. stricken from the record. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> Tom, send us back in time. <laughs> What's that? I love Fritos. <laughs> Fritos are the best. So, <laughs> I am not under duress at all. <laughs> no one needs to come to the studio to save Eric. <laughs> He is not in any harm whatsoever. Well, given that this isn't live, it doesn't matter if they did anyway. That's true. He's dead already. Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, all right. So we went from basketball to wi- from men's basketball to women's basketball to women's hockey, now to men's hockey, and Ooh. smaller goalie shorts. Yes. Did it make a difference? We don't know yet. <laughs> They've only been playing with them for two days. Yeah. Some goalies have, have been using them for longer, but Saturday was the mandatory date. Yeah. Um, goalies are not happy. Some goalies aren't happy. Some goalies realize that it doesn't really change the way they play. Yeah. I don't think it's going to impact anything. I don't. It might result in a you know 1% bump in goals, but that's relatively small. You right. Know, that's, that's not significant at all. That's within the standard. Um, I do think that goalie pads need to be addressed again and again and again when you know you've got a six foot seven goalie and he can have like these 20 foot long pads it's it's ridiculous he covers up the entire net it should be a percentage based on your size yeah and it it can't just be like one standard you know 24 inches is all you can have or whatever like they they should be able to add like what maybe maybe 20 Twenty percent width on each side of your leg, or something like that, from the size of your actual leg, and then you know, just a, just a percentage of, of your size. All goalies should be genetically engineered to be the exact same size and shape uh, for you know for total fairness. With pads already in them. Yeah, of course. I think they should just uh, do like you do when you play roller hockey and get some pillows and phone books and uh, tie them to your legs. That works. Although we never did that. We just shot pucks at you without any pads on you. And I stopped them all. And now he walks with a limp. <laughs> and brain damage. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So well, top... I power through that. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so the top four teams in the East were uh, in action over the weekend. Yep. We had the Blue Jackets and Penguins facing off. Penguins came away with a 4-3 win in overtime. Yeah, they did, and they need to stop winning games. All of them need to stop winning games forever. I want those two teams to face off in the playoffs so badly. Well, if they finish one and two in the division, that's not going to happen. I know, I know. Uh, and the other game, the uh, the Caps were able to beat the Canadians three to two. I also want them to face off in the playoffs. That's more likely, slightly more likely. That's that's some amount of likely. Yeah. Um, and then another matchup that I want in the playoffs also occurred this weekend. The Leafs beat the Bruins 6-5. to I don't want either of those teams in the play. I don't want any teams in the No playoffs this year, guys. Come on, Tom. My team's worse than yours. Uh, no, they're not. Statistically, no, but just look at them. We trot Kari Lettinen and Antti Niemi out there. Yeah, but you guys traded for a backup goalie. Yeah. Justin Peters, I believe. To be the backup to our backup. I think one of them gets moved. I don't, because no one's going to take that money. Anti Niemi. Who's going to take that money? Some suckers. Who are the suckers, Tom? Think about it. There are a lot of teams that have no goaltending. Like Dallas. Yeah, and they need to get goaltending, which means they need to unload one of their goalies. But the money. That's why I said unload on some poor sucker. Who's the sucker? Vegas. 
So um, Vegas is allowed to acquire draft picks and minor leaguers, if I'm correct, at the trade deadline, but no no active or players on injured reserve. Yes, and that's it's it's just acquiring pieces basically yeah. for uh, potential later trades. They could and should get out there and hire their head coach, Ken Hitchcock. I, well, see, I think they have time. I don't think any team is really going to jump at the chance to hire Ken Hitchcock midseason. No, I don't think so either. However, I mean, it, why not do it and get his philosophy in and figure out what type of players you need to get to play his brand of hockey? Uh, I don't know that you need a specific type of player to play his kind of hockey. You just need all of your players to try. Well, yeah. St. Louis really did kind of quit on him this year, which is amazing because I really thought that they were the, they were going to be... I thought they were going to be the Stanley Cup champions last year uh, after the first round of yeah round of the playoffs. I mean, they had an impressive run and it just fell short, which has been you know kind of their mo. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. Dallas needs to unload them, and yeah, maybe Vegas is the answer eventually. But I mean, we know that it's very likely that Mark Andre Fleury will be the goalie they take because. You can't protect both of your goalies. See, my hope is that Dallas works out some sort of deal with Pittsburgh and takes Fleury for one of our goalies. Fleury does have a bigger contract than either of your goalies. I know, but I'd be all right with that because he's a better goalie than either of our goalies. From time to time. Well. Just make sure you don't make the playoffs is all. Right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'd love for Pittsburgh and Dallas to make a deal for backup goalies. We can send them. I'd prefer to send them Letton, I think. Um, uh, yeah, Niemi definitely has a bigger upside. Yeah, uh, his his play with the Sharks was pretty good, uh, and I was a little upset when they didn't trade him to uh, New Jersey. Yeah, but then we got Schneider, and it all worked out until right. he stopped playing well. Eh, he'll be back. He'll be back. Also, you guys need some defense. Well, our defense isn't the big problem; it's our lack of depth. Yeah. Um, which the 10 draft picks we have will help address. Yeah, after unloading Vern Fiddler. Yep. Got a fourth-round pick for a fourth-liner who had three points. That's pretty good return. So who had to climb up to the roof to tell him he was traded? Uh, no. Fiddler on the roof. Did it. Nailed it. No. Good show, everybody. No. No. Oh. No. Oh. Tom doesn't like my jokes. I liked it the first time. Yeah. It was the 782 after that that I didn't really like. Bah. Comes back around after the uh, 800th, though. So yeah. that's, oh. he's just working well, up to it. at least I've got something to look forward that's to. That's true. That and the sweet release of death. Well, but see, he's not on either of our teams anymore, so we'll talk about him less. That's true. Yeah, because he, yeah, he was with Dallas back uh, two years ago. He was one of my favorites. He's one of those guys that just does the work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he pushes play forward. I guess is the best thing you can say about him, um, even if he's not on the score sheet. Yeah. Um, so uh we have any upcoming games to look forward to uh, in the world of hockey? Well, let's take a look. This is part of the no. show where Tom has his nose in his phone because we didn't prepare well enough. Well, I didn't think about hockey, honestly. Tom uh, didn't think about hockey? That's insane. I was a little busy yesterday, you know. There was a thing. You what might have the, heard of it. What? No. There wasn't anything yesterday. Ooh. Wednesday, Chicago and Minnesota face off in Minnesota. That will be very that'll be the game I watch that night, that's for sure. It's the only game that night. <gasps> that's for sure. Yes. So you'll have to watch it on NBCSN. My undivided attention. That's all right, I have the app. Yes, I know, but don't try and go to NHL. Yeah. Okay, let's see. What else do we got? Uh looks there's not a lot of 
big matchups. No. No. Um, Lame. Yeah, that's about the only really good one this this upcoming week. <sighs> Way to go, NHL. Uh, I mean, I guess Calgary and Pittsburgh tomorrow. That'll be a nice game to watch. Yeah, other than that, it's just good teams playing bad teams and bad teams playing bad teams. Yeah. Well, then I suppose we shall move forward into the realm of auto racing. Uh, I hope you got notes. This is a ballpark throws first. Vroom. I don't know. Sound effects. Uh, I don't. I I do have some notes. There was only one thing that I really wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, we we are not auto racing guys. Uh, David and I have had great debates though, and I've had a debate with my friend Josh too about whether or not auto racing is a sport. And I look. I I I put it this way: it's not a sport, but the drivers are athletes. Yeah, you have to be in almost top shape. I say almost because there are a couple of them out there who are not really in the best shape. Yeah. Um, but oh, by the way, greatest greatest racer of all time, uh, hands down, Dick Trickle. Yeah. I'll fight anyone who disagrees with me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's it, it's an incredibly taxing um, profession. Yeah. It's, I I just I'm not I, I won't call it a sport, but those guys are athletes, and I do recognize that 98 percent of them could snap me in half if they wanted to. Yeah. Or uh, you know, just hit you with their car. That too. Although, if they hit my car with their car, their car would be more likely to break apart, what with it not being made of anything. Well, I know, but if they don't hit you with you, your car. Right, right. Um, so, the reason we're talking about auto racing, uh, we're just a couple weeks away from the Daytona 500. That's the biggest race that people talk about. It is. Uh, this will be the last time we talk about auto racing until someone wins the championship at the end of the year. We're not. We won't talk about who won the Daytona. Well, 500. yeah. I, I mean, mean like, that's, well, I mean, like the Daytona 500 is, is the last thing like we'll talk. That's, like that's NASCAR's Super Bowl. It really is, and it's at the beginning of their season every year. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah. Like I'm talking like Daytona 500 is the last thing we'll talk about. Okay, like yeah, I'm not saying yeah. just today. Um, but the odds came out, and so just wanted to go over these. Uh, quickly, um, at 18-1, to 1, we have uh, Martin Truex Jr. Um, at 15-1, to 1, Chase Elliott. Let me know when I get to someone you've heard of. I've, I've heard of most of them. Okay, all right. Uh, at 12-1, to 1, we have Matt Kenseth, Kyle Busch, and Kevin Harvick. At 10-1, to 1, Jimmy Johnson and Denny Hamlin. Wait, isn't Jimmy Johnson a football analyst? Yes, but he also drives race cars. Oh, okay. It's possible that it's a different Jimmy Johnson. It is not possible. There's only one person ever with any name. There's only one family named Johnson in the United States, and only uh, one child that they named James. It's like the it's them. like the Highlander. There can only be one. Uh, at seven to one odds, Joey Logano. Uh, I haven't heard of him. That's he, weird. He took over for Tony Stewart a couple years back. Okay. Um, if you saw his picture, you'd want to punch him in the face. Probably. Uh, at 5-1 to one and leading the odds, uh, Brad Keselowski and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Everybody's favorite. Yeah, so Earnhardt, he's never won a points championship, but he always performs well at the Daytona 500. And, you know, obviously, you know, that may have to do with what happened back in, was it, 2001? Yes. Uh, you know, obviously, a lot of NASCAR fans know, and a lot of just, you know, people in general know, that's when Dale Earnhardt passed away on the track after the crash that, Basically gave Earnhardt Jr. the win. No, it was... Uh, Mike, or gave Wal- yeah, gave his teammate yeah, Michael Waltrip Mike the win. Waltrip. That's right. Gave his teammate Michael Waltrip the win. And Earnhardt has performed well at Daytona since. Um, he does well on the on the big tracks, the big ovals, the yeah. two-milers, what have you. Uh, if I were a NASCARian, NASCARist? Racing fan. 
racing you guys, fan. You guys are looking at me. What? Just because I watch Top Gear, I'm yes. suddenly uh, into NASCAR. If I were a NASCARist, um, I would probably be a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. I, I like the underdog. I mean, he's never been the winner. He's never. I would be a fan of. Uh... Tom's trying to make sure there's no dead air, so you no, have to sit, just, suffer I, uh, through all of this. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think I would have a, a person that I cheer for. No. I would just watch the cars drive real fast. I do want to go up to MIS this year. Have fun. I've well I've I've heard from other other non NASCARists, non NASCARinians, NASCARites. <laughs> Racing fans. <laughs> I've heard from other non NASCARinians uh that it is actually entertaining to be at a race. Despite that, that holds true with a lot of sports, though. I yeah, mean, I, there's a lot of things that I won't watch on TV, but I will go to a live game. Right. Um, I don't know if racing is one of those things. I I have personally never been to a race myself either. Um, well, I, I've been to some drag races. I've, I've seen some drag racing. Not yeah, some, I, I, and I have too. That's a little bit different, though. I mean, it's a lot shorter. Y- well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot shorter. I mean, we're talking under ten seconds and, per race. And when you go, you're packing. 18 races in yeah. rather than just one that's going to take the four hours yeah. for them to complete those 500. Is it 500 laps or miles for Daytona 500? Uh, miles, I think, probably. Could it be both? No, because it it's, it's a two, track, it's, yeah. it's a two it? plus mile track. No, I have literally no idea. I told you, I'm not a NASCARian. I have the Google. The Google will tell us. I know just enough to be dangerous. Like, I'll um, end up saying something uh, that I think is right, but it's wrong. It's incredibly wrong. Daytona somebody... International Speedway is 2.5 miles there we long, go. and a 500-mile race requires 200 laps to complete. There we go. So, 200 laps, 500 miles. Got it. It's four kilometers, the track is. Nobody cares. <laughs> go back to Canada. <laughs> Sorry about that, eh? Literally, nobody cares. We don't even know what you're talking about. Kilometers. <laughs> kil- kil- kilometers? Why, why are you killing the meters? Kilometers, isn't that a, a mountain? Yes, Mount Kilometers. Mount Kilometers. <laughs> I'm going to scale. That. <laughs> Tom's going on a five-week trip. <laughs> I spent five weeks searching, and I could not find Mount Kilometer. It's the weirdest thing. It's Tom just... I asked everywhere, and nobody knew. It's Tom just backpacking around Asia, <laughs> asking where Mount Kilometer is. You know, that actually sounds like fun. I am going to go on a five-week trip. I'll see you guys <laughs> if I don't die. But you only get three weeks of vacation time, Tom. I'll quit my... No, I won't quit my job. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'll I'll use your vacation. Don't do Can that. I borrow two weeks of vacation? We can't do that anymore. Oh, that's right. Dang it. Yeah. I feel like we just had a discussion about not talking about work on the show the other day so that we could put up a flyer at work about our show. And here we go talking about work. We haven't it's, said anything bad yet, though. So. That's true. That's true. I would, there's not a lot bad to say about our work, and I'm not just saying that. There's really not. Um, all right. So um, we got Tom's list coming up. But first, uh, we're going to head back to the world of football. So we're going to talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Hooray! Uh, we had seven... Uh, seven people selected this time around each more deserving than the last well yeah if i read it in the correct order <laughs> thanks all no right pressure yeah hold on now i gotta pull the list up and talk about something this is gonna be a minute did you you didn't have the list ready you're well, talking about my lack of preparation and you don't have the pro football hall of fame list ready 
I mean, come on, son. That's simple things. No, it's about the ranking of them. Oh, it's about the ranking. You can't do that in your head? No. I need to see them. All right. So going from least deserving to most deserving? That's what I'm doing? Yeah. I did say each more deserving than the last. Uh, Chill out, Spaz. I am not going to chill out. T.O. didn't make it. He will. He deserves it. He does. It shouldn't. Off the field things should not be taken into account. I mean, and look, he the only thing he did was just be an asshole. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He didn't kill anybody. Here's the thing. He didn't double kill anybody. Well, neither did Ray Lewis. He just covered up for someone who did. Seriously, though, I wish I uh, made enough money to throw out a suit just because it's stained with blood. All right. So each more deserving than the last. All right. So, uh... Your results may vary, folks. The men inducted were Jason Taylor. Okay. Kenny Easley. All right. Terrell Davis. Yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson. Yep. Jerry Jones. Yeah. Morton Anderson. Yeah. Kurt Warner. Yep. I would say that you got that list pretty much right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people, uh, you probably don't even remember Kenny Easley's career. Not too much. No. Um, I remember just a little bit of it. I ha- I did have to look up to make sure he was who I was thinking of. Um, Jason Taylor, I don't know, man. I there, get, I, there were people I would have put in before him. And that's kind of how I feel about it, too. Um, like, I think T.O. should have gone in over yeah. him. T.O., um, uh, Tony Maselli. Um yeah, uh, just a couple different ones. Kevin Mawai, I think I would have put in. Yeah, but um, I mean, he, they're all deserving. Yeah. I mean, uh, at Terrell Davis, as far as that goes, I think it irritates me that Zimmerman is the only member of that offensive line that's in the Hall of Fame because I think uh, Tom Malin and Mark Schlereth also made Terrell Davis what he is. Yeah. Um, it was. I think it was more the line than it was him. When I I I kind of have trouble with with Terrell Davis in that he didn't have that long a career. Right. Oh well. Gail Sayers. Yeah. I mean, I and that's the thing. Like, I don't think the length of the career should have anything to do with it. If you made an impact and you had the stats and you're memorable, yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame. Um, but like I said, I, I, I just wish that there, you know, the, the offensive line from that era would be better represented. Yeah. Um, other players not to make it, Joe Jacoby, who definitely belongs, um, Ty Law. John Lynch and Brian Dawkins and head coach Don Coriel, which was probably the biggest yeah, snub yeah, of I, the weekend. Well, I commented on that yes. on that post that he was twenty or thirty years ahead of the times. Yeah, with which, his with his aired out offense. Yeah, which by the way, we need to start commenting as ourselves and not as uh, you, you can't have to do open that it on, on bro- you have to open it on browser. That's dumb. Yeah, I know. Hey, Facebook. Um, yeah, can you fix that? So, thanks. To's big issue next year: um, more logjam. Mawai, Jacoby, Baselli, and Coriel, I think, were uh, 6 through 10 for the – because Easley and um, yeah. Jones got into the other vote. Right. So I think that they were 6 through 10. So they're probably going to get in. Um, and then first-timers for next season, uh, Randy Moss and Donald Driver. Randy Moss will make it. Donald Driver yeah. likely will not. He did not have uh, – I don't think he had a strong enough career. As no, much as I love Donald Driver. Not to get in in his first year. Uh, I don't think he's going to make it. Linebackers Ray Lewis and Brian Erlacher, probably both going in. Probably. Uh, and, and both deserving. Um, defensive back Rondé Barber, probably not going to go in. Kicker Jason Hansen, he's going to have to wait, just like uh, Morton Anderson yep. did. And offensive linemen Steve Hutchinson, Jeff Saturday, and Matt Burke. I think Saturday goes in one day. I think Hutchinson goes in one day. I don't think they go in next year. No. But, you know, three names, Moss, Erlacher, Lewis, Surefire Hall of Famers right off the bat. Yeah. I think it's enough to keep T.O. out next year, too. 
Um, however, until the Pro Football Hall of Fame rectifies the biggest snub, Jerry Kramer, the entire operation will remain a joke. Um, okay. Terrell Owens has no room to talk is basically what I'm getting at. Well, I don't think he has said anything about it. Yes, he has. He called, it a, he called the whole process a joke. That's why Maybe? I said, oh. yeah, that's why I said that. Interesting. Come on, man. Get with it. Get with it. I used to be with it. And they changed what it was? Yeah. All right. So now, the moment you have all been waiting for, so patiently through all of our BS, it's Tom's top ten animals who aren't pro mascots that should be. That's right. Ten of them. (laughs) I I had to uh, really think on this list. There are a lot of great animals out there. There are. I mean, come on. Kangaroos are pretty awesome, and they didn't even make my list. Wow. I cannot wait for this. All right. Are we ready? Are you? I am. Eric, are you ready? Hold on. Okay, now I'm ready. All right. All right. Number. Oh, I was going to do it for you. Oh, well, go ahead. Number 10. Numero 10. The octopus. (gasps) Strange that I didn't put it at number 8, but. You blew it. Just because you got the squid at number (laughs) 8. No. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The octopus would be a hockey mascot. The octopus already sort of kind of is a hockey mascot, what with the Red Wings and their famed octopus throwing. Um, but, yeah, it deserves its own team. I think an octopus would make a great uh, goaltender. Yeah. You know. You'd get four gloves, four blockers. I mean. Nothing getting past that guy. Yeah. Where would they be? Uh, see, I I didn't really uh, do that. I thought we'd leave that up to debate here. What Do you, do you think... Uh, Somewhere on the West Coast, maybe? I was going to say, should it be near water, or should there be an alliteration? The Portland octopi? The Oregon octopi. Boom. Nailed it. There you go. Orlando Orlando would also have been accepted. Yes. Octopi or octopuses? Octopi. Okay. Yeah, this isn't a Bond movie. Right. Number nine. Numero nueve. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know how much much good that does our audience. (laughs) Today's broadcast can also be heard in Spanish with the SAP button on your computer. Sweet Enola Gay. Number nine is the piranha. <gasps> Famed uh, fish, eater of many things, and it would play baseball. Panama? Could we go international? Well, I thought we said the top four. You said top four sports. Yeah, go international. Why would we... With bait? What? Why would the major why would Major League Baseball put a team in Panama? I don't know. The NFL wants to put one in London, Tom. Yeah, and that's also <laughs> stupid. They'll be the London Lumberjacks. All right, fine. We won't go international. What's your idea? Peoria. Illinois or Arizona? Whatever. Arizona because it's funny. <laughs> because there's no water. Cuz that's more funny than I Yeah. Uh, okay. At least there's a great lake near Illinois. I suppose. All those piranhas out there in the Great Lakes. You betcha. Number eight. The crocodiles. Okay. See how you tried to jump in there real quick. <laughs> he did. He's like, nope, not this time. The crocodile. And they would play? Basketball. <laughs> With their short little arms. Yeah. Um, look, basketball has the pelicans. That's true. Well, but they can get the ball in their mouth and fling it up. Yeah, I like how I like how we're deciding that the animals are playing the sport. Yeah. And they're not just a mascot. Clearly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they would play basketball. Uh, Columbus, Columbus crocodiles. We're going with alliteration on everything, or uh, where do you think they should play? Well, the obvious answer would be somewhere in Florida, right? You know, so I would think uh, maybe Washington State. Okay, yeah, uh, South Dakota. Oh, 
South Dakota have any pro sports teams? No. no. I often forget that South Dakota is a state. Right. Right. Much <laughs> so, like North Dakota and Montana and Wyoming. I know about the Dakota. See, I've been in Wyoming, but I think so of it I as a region place. Okay. I've yeah. been in Wyoming as well. It's uh, very square, rectangular. Yeah. It's, it's like all like all states should be perfectly rectangular like that. That would be awesome. Yeah. But what about coastlines? Yeah. Well, obviously, with the exception. No. Of no. The no. Coastline. You said. <laughs> Well, their borders should go into the sea, like they should own that part of the sea that makes their complete rectangle. What about what about the borders with Canada and Mexico? Should, should we give up? Well. Should we give up land to them, or should we take their land? Hell no! This is America. We take it. America. Number six. Seven. Number yeah. seven. Sorry. Numero Number Numero seven. Siete. Bigfoot. <laughs> Here's the thing. I knew this was coming because I had seen his list just briefly beforehand, but it still caught me off guard. Obviously, Bigfoot would play hockey. The Bay Area Bigfoots? No, we'd, we'd put them up in Canada. The, Sas- the Saskatchewan Sasquatches? Yeah. No, 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 but it's got to be the Bigfoots or the Big Feet. Well, he's Bigfoot, so it would be the Bigfoots. But it's foot, so it would be feet. No, but it's the Maple <laughs> Leafs, not the Maple Leaves. Well, that's because they're dumb. All right. So, wait, but what did, I mean, you could just say the big foot and not make it plural, like the heat or the magic. The heats. The heats. The Miami heats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's going to be singular or yeah, it's going to be plural. And I feel like we should put Bigfoot in Idaho. Idaho. We're in Idaho specifically. Boise. Boise. So, more alliteration. Bigfoot's. More literature. The big feet of Boise. Yeah. Number six. Number six. Cobras. Hell yeah, I'm on board. Cobras are badass. Only wait, hold on. What sport? Basketball. Don't care. All right. Only if you call their <laughs> only if you call their point guard the Cobra Commander. <laughs> yes. I figured that would be the head coach. No, the point guard because he commands the offense. The All Cobra right. Commander. Okay. Uh, and they can play somewhere in Texas. I, I was th- yeah, I was thinking that too. Wait, so know. well, but they've already got so Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston already have teams. Uh, Dallas can relocate, and then we'll put. Uh, or is Dallas big enough for two teams? No. no. Uh, how about Austin? Let's put a team in Austin. Austin. Yeah, they are the, actually the Austin Spurs, the affiliate for the D League for the San. But it's fine. Not anymore. The Austin Cobras. I like it. Number five. Puffins. How is this not number one? You'll see. These next four animals better be the best animals on the planet. They are the four best animals on the planet. All right. Puffins. What are they playing? Baseball. I mean, imagine it. I love it. Just imagine a, a little puffin trotting out there with a baseball bat. Making a leaping catch over uh, over the wall. Digging in. Getting ready. Getting into his little puffin stance. And here comes the puffin pitch. How about, uh, how about Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. West or... No. Normal. Just normal. Normal Virginia. Normal Virginia, as it's commonly referred to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ordinary old Virginia. So many people have turned this off already. Oh, you better believe it. Number four. The rhinoceros. I think puffins are better than rhinoceri. They're a, they're a better animal. I don't know if they're a better sports animal, though. Nah. And you can put a rhinoceros anywhere. I'd say Nantucket because of the big horn. They play, they play baseball, and Nantucket does sound like a baseball place. There once was a man from Nantucket. Yeah. He also I don't know man. the rest of the lyric, but it's supposed to rhyme with fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't just 
rhyme with no, 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 because they don't. You don't actually do it. You make them think you're going to do it, and then you don't. That's. <laughs> I think you can go suck it. So we're so the Nantucket rhinoceri. Yeah. Or rhinoceroses. The Nantucket rhinos. Just shorten it up. Just shorten it. All right. Yeah. Number three. Elephants. Nope. Oakland A's use an elephant. But they're but not they're the, the Oakland A's. elephants. They're the athletics. They're athletic. But we talked about the mascot use, and that it's in their logo. Which logo? <laughs> the elephant one, obviously. Oh, jeez. All right. Here we go, Google. Google, don't fail me now. Dude, all right. Eric's going to pull this up. They have an elephant bouncing on a ball, holding something on its nose. It was... It's been their logo since they were in Philadelphia. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's right. They're holding a bat. There it is. Oh, and there's another one where it's got crossed bats in its yep. trunk. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. An elephant wouldn't fit on top of a baseball. This is this is stupid. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to dignify this by replacing it. So what was the one you knocked off for the puffins, though? Albatross. All right. Well, well we got to move them down because an albatross All is right. not good. Well, everybody, when you listen to this, just remember that the albatross is at 10 and everything between here and two moves up. <laughs> so the albatross. The albatross. And it plays football because the elephant was going to play football. Well, dibs on the albatross for Toledo. The Toledo albatross. And I believe albatross is the plural of albatross. I think that it is. It's not albatry? No. Processes? No. no, it's none of that. That's unfortunate. All right, so where are we after all this? We're at number two? Yeah. Number two. Numero dos. Mongoose. Yes. Montana mongooses. Don't. I'm pretty sure that, well, we did say just pro. I'm, I'm like yeah. 100% sure there's a minor league there, yeah. mongooses somewhere that in the, in the back of my be. mind, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of it. And they I want to say they're a baseball team. They would play football because I would not want to get in a fight with a mongoose. Hell no. Um, and, yeah, they can be from it's Montana. It's also a brand of bicycle. Yes, it is. BMX mongoose. Yes. Yeah. And so. Number one. Numero uno. The mantis shrimp. Yes. Oh, yes. Got to be boxing team, right? You did it. I didn't have faith in you there's about no, the puffins, there's, there's but no you pulled it off. There's no thing as a boxing team. <laughs> We're going to make a boxing team so that we can make the praying, or the mantis shrimp the no. mascot of that boxing team because they punch. They play baseball. Well, there are brawls. That arm strength. And where <laughs> do they play it? I feel like it's got to be Louisiana. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely. New or, the New Orleans mantis shrimp? Yeah. Or the mobile mantis shrimp. That's, mobile, that works. Yeah. Mobile, yeah. Alabama. That works. I love it. I love it. I mean, come on. And they can see all the colors. color. They have 16 different that kinds only of exist cones in, in their the eyeballs. mantis shrimp brain. They can see infrared. Man. I tasted color once. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was LSD you were tasting. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> they have basically, they're the best seers in the world, and they live in the ocean. Man. You did it. I didn't think you could pull it off when you put puffins at four. I really thought you were just going to let me down over and over again, but you did it. That was one hell of a list. Yep. All right. So to all of our listener out there. Yeah. The the one of you who's stuck by us this far, which I guess we're just talking to me right now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, me. <laughs> Good job. For listening all the way through this ridiculous list. Actually, I take that back. I, I'm going to guarantee Victor probably listened all the way through. Alicia probably listened all the way through. Yeah. Um. I know Heidi comments on our stuff. I don't know if she actually listens to us. I don't know. I've never talked to her we'll about to it. Find out. So, if you're listening, let us know. The yeah. code word is purple. Okay. Put the code word in a Facebook or Twitter comment, and uh, you'll get a special shout out. Yeah. Or something. Another one, we'll I guess, because yeah. we're already <laughs> shouting out. I know Amanda listens all the way through oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. These are all people we know from work because we don't know people from anywhere else. 
Because we just do work and this. Actually, that's not true. I don't know Victor from work. I will soon, though. We need to pressure him. But don't say anything about the other thing, because not everybody knows. I'm not going to pressure somebody. I'm not your mafia goon. Well, not with that attitude. Have you seen me? I am. I can in no way goon. Have you seen, uh, what, who's the guy that's playing, uh, oh, God. I don't mean. The, oh, that guy. The fish guy. Who's the guy that's playing the fish guy in the Justice League? Aquaman? Oh, Jason that's, Momoa? Yeah. Have you seen the picture of him with his bodyguards? Yeah, his, his, quote, bodyguards. They look like mini-bosses you have he's, to yeah. beat before you get to the main he's boss. He's like a foot taller than them he's, and about six times wider than them. And he also looks like he ate a third one for breakfast before walking with the other two. I happen to know that what he eats is a plain chicken breast every two hours. That is what he eats. Is that every his diet for buffing two, up for... He was at uh, Phoenix Comic Con a couple years ago, and uh, he was on a panel and did a panel. And somebody asked, like, what do you eat to, to keep looking the way you do? Yeah. And he said a plain chicken breast every two hours. Every two hours? Every two hours a plain chicken breast. That's I about can't it. eat every two days. It is a scientific fact that you're hungry every two hours. But that's the thing is if all you're eating is a plain chicken breast, no additional seasoning, no frying, no nothing, you're just you're getting very, very little fat and you're getting almost pure protein, but you're also getting like no carbs whatsoever. So, yeah, you're going to be hungry in two hours. I got to be honest, mm. aside, aside from family and friends, I only have two true loves in this world. One of them is sports and the other one is food. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to live a life where all I'm eating yeah, is I, plain chicken. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I guess I'll never look like Jason Momoa. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, 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 I don't may survive. To... I may try that. Bulk up a little. Yeah. Lose this beer belly. Although I'd have to give up beer. Yeah, you can't. There is that. You're screwed. Dang. Is there a low-carb beer? <laughs> there are, but they're disgusting. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> That's not that is not a that is not a hole you want to go down. Is it worth it? <laughs> it's called whiskey, and it's actually quite delicious. The man nailed it. <laughs> we all know what happens when I drink whiskey. I try and punch everybody. Uh, oh man. Well, I think we're at the uh, part of the show where we ramble for a bit because we feel like we haven't filled out enough time. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we did okay this week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's it'll be a good show. Yeah, you think so? I think people will enjoy it. I if hope. you don't enjoy it, let us know. We'll try to be less bad. Less bad? Not more good? Not more good. I mean, look, we're trying as hard as we can to be good. Yeah. Oh, you're not? You're not trying as hard <laughs> as you can? <laughs> like, I want to save some in reserve for, you know, the, the, the final push, yeah, you know? I mean, cause well, I mean, well, I look at it this way, all right? Eventually what I'm going to do... I'm going to take this around to people and be like, look, you could pay me to do this, and I'll do it even better. And they'll be like, this is great, and he's going to be better? And that's when we start getting the sponsorships. That's when Frito gives us all that money because Eric loves them so mm, much. Delicious Fritos. That's how we do it, Tom. So your your strategy is We're, to be less good than you're capable of? It's to of? be great and then guarantee that we'll be even better with their sponsorship. And then we be better with their sponsorship. How about you just guarantee that you'll be better and be the same and they probably won't know because they're not listening because they just gave you money and they didn't really care. That's the kind of sponsor I want. I don't think either of us has any logic in what we're saying. <laughs> I'm trying to find it and it's hurting my brain. But again. So. But if it's hurting your brain. Give a hundred. You know what though? We do have a sponsor on this show. We do. Revenge Lover Designs. Yes. Stand out from the crowd. Visit revengelover.com for samples and inquiries. And mention the podcast for 10% off your order. But that's all not right. all. We are also sponsored by Sean's Irish Tavern. Yes. Three locations, Toledo, Sylvania, and Waterville. Stop in, grab a brew, watch some sports. Eat a hamburger. 
Yes. Or a plain chicken breast. Do they serve those? I think you probably. Lord, I think you probably get them. one every two hours. Every two hours. Pop in. <laughs> Pop in every get two hours. Get yourself a plain chicken breast. <laughs> what kind of life do you live that you have time every two hours to eat a plain chicken breast? Like I don't have the time. Even if I wanted to do well, that, he's a big movie star. You can you can do that on the go. I mean, it's just a, a plain. It's literally a plain chicken breast. If it's cooked, you can eat it cold. Right. It I mean, I to, guess, but it's not a matter of oh, I got to sit at the table. Got to put my fork and my knife and my wine glass down. But I no, and I and I get of. that. But you know, I'm running around with my kids. My wife and I are going out and doing things. I meal prep. It's called want... a Ziploc bag. You should look into them. All <laughs> just just chicken in my pocket. I just pull out a chicken breast. You get those little one of those little thermal bag, uh, lunch bags like I've got. Like I take my lunch to work in. You keep a few of them in there. Speaking of, I lied to David. Those meatballs that I sent him the picture of last night, I have tons of them left, and that's my dinner tonight. <laughs> oh man, he's not here, and I know for a fact he doesn't listen to the show when he's not on it. He'll never know. <laughs> You will literally never know. Unless never, I tell him. ever know. You will never, You wouldn't do ever, that. Ever you going to sweeten that deal a little bit? I'll give you two meatballs. Nope. I can go as high as three. You're going to have to do better than that. That's all I can do. Because you only have four meatballs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a four meatballs. thing of pulled pork in the fridge upstairs from this weekend. I'm going to be taking pulled pork to work. Uh, so am I, Ooh. because I didn't get to have it because I wasn't at home. It was delicious. I also have Cajun sausages Ooh. that I'm bringing in tonight, too. I'll nice. take one of those, too. Those are going to be delicious. Oh, no, no. You'll take a Cajun sausage or two meatballs. No. <laughs> then you'll take nothing at all. <laughs> Beg Eric for the pulled pork, then. It's a big tub. It's in the fridge. I know it's where it is. <laughs> it, I, made a, I made an entire pork shoulder on Saturday. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Actually, we were going to do a pork roast, uh, but we ran out of time in the morning. Kids are being pains in the butt. And... Oh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Oh, yeah. Eli Manning and Larry Fitzgerald split it. Yep. And this makes me very happy. They're, they're favorites of mine in the NFL. I've always liked yeah. both of them. And uh, my oldest son, he, he's going to be 10 this year. Um, his two favorite players are Eli Manning and Larry Fitzgerald. And that makes me very happy that he, I mean, obviously he didn't know they were high character guys when he started being a Eli Manning fan when he was three, but you don't know that he got a sense. It makes, it makes me happy that the two guys that he decided to root for are high character guys instead of, you know, people from our generation who might've been Ray Lewis fans, not a high character guy. No. Um, you know, it just more of a high stabby guy, right? Uh, it it just makes me happy that he he's put his his rooting interest behind those two. Um, and like I said, I love them, and they do great charity work. Um, I do know some people up in New York that talk all the time about how Eli is so uh, so invested in his charity work that he probably puts as much uh, prep and effort into that as he does into his quarterbacking. And I'd if assume he, if he just shifted that balance a little bit. <laughs> And I'd assume Larry Fitzgerald probably does much of the same. Um, every time I see an interview with him or just he's, see him on the sidelines, he's pretty he well just, known to be a swell guy. Yeah, he just I, seems like a great guy. I think that he really he doesn't have to do a lot of the prep work in football anymore. It's all you know ingrained. It's all muscle memory for yeah. him now. He's coming back. Yes, he Larry is. is coming back. Yep. I actually rocked my Larry Fitzgerald jersey during Super Bowl. They need to, yesterday. Uh, they need to get him a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, Palmer's set to make a decision probably by the end of the month. I, you know, I, I, I do like Carson Palmer. I, you know, I don't like what happened to him there with his time in in uh, Cincinnati. Um, 
and I'm obviously glad that he never won the Super Bowl in Cincinnati. <laughs> well, but yeah, that's I I never hated that guy. You know? Yeah, um, um, I'm glad he had some level of success. Yeah, I I would like to see them go out winners, both of them. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, other awards given out over the weekend: Matt Ryan won the MVP award. Yep, and the Offensive Player of the Year award. Yep, Khalil Mack won Defensive Player of the Year. Yep, uh, just barely over Von Miller. Yep. Yep. There you go. Uh-huh. Um. Offensive Rookie of the Year went to Dak Prescott. I am I am a little surprised at that. Yeah, I am surprised it wasn't Zeke. Yeah. Um, defensive Rookie went to Joey Bosa. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Coach of the Year Jason Garrett. I thought that was wrong. I thought it should have been Bill Belichick. Well, doesn't he have like seven of those already? Yeah. Give I I thought a, give someone else a shot. I thought it should have been Bill Belichick. Um, and comeback Player of the Year Jordy Nelson. I guess uh, he did come back and he had a. Pretty good season. I, it 97 his, catches, 1,200 yards, and led the league in touchdowns. I know, it, but it wasn't his best statistical season, though, was it? Mm, it's up there. I mean, he's had like 1,400 yards in the past, and uh, it's it's close to his high for receptions because I don't think he's ever broken 100. And it's, I mean, 14 touchdowns is up there for anybody in career highs. Yeah. So, I mean, he really did He really did put it all out there this year coming back from, from an ACL injury. That's yeah. That's got a lot to do with it, too. Um, and, uh, you know, some some noise was made for Le'Veon Bell, but he didn't miss that much time. He didn't miss time. a whole season. He you know. And he, it's not like he had down time at any point. You know? Right. It, and also, he wasn't good. I don't think he was going to get it because he served a suspension, too. Yeah. They probably, they weren't going to give it to him. And, that you know, that hurt uh, Brady's case for the MVP, too. Yeah. Like, I do believe Matt Ryan was the MVP. And the voting, by the way, was asinine. Uh Elliot got more votes than Rodgers and Brady. Uh, I disagree with with that. I well, I I disagree that the uh, that the MVP is a quarterback award. Well, it yeah, it it has become that. But Zeke Elliott did more for his team than Rodgers or Brady. I think I don't know about that because look, uh, Brady, we knew he was going to be at that level. He's always at that level, and Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of the season, wasn't helping his team win. He was putting up those numbers but not helping his team win. And that was the problem with no, with, with him. No, the, the problem was he was getting his team to the point where they could win. The rest of the team wasn't showing up. With drops by Jared Cook, with uh, bad routes by Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers did everything he could to keep them from being even worse during that stretch. I mean, think about it. He willed them back into that Colts game. Yeah, I mean, but uh, it's... It, if he was the most valuable player, I think that they, if he was uh, worthy of the most valuable player this year, he would have had to have lead, led the team to those wins that were instead losses. Yeah, but you can, I mean, you can only do so much. And Matt Ryan, I mean, they had a terrible stretch too. They, they only lost one fewer game than Green Bay. Yeah. That's all. And you know what that game was? 32 to 31 or whatever the final score was against Green Bay, the one point game against Green Bay. So if that game gets flipped, are you saying the same thing about Matt Ryan instead of Aaron Rodgers? If if Aaron Rodgers gets voted the MVP in that case, then he's deserving of it. But he's not as deserving of it as the winner. And I think Zeke getting more votes for it makes sense given the season that they had. I don't know. I, I would have ranked I think Matt Ryan deserved it. I do. I would have ranked it Ryan, Brady, Rodgers, Elliott because Elliott – I don't even know that he was the best offensive player on his team, and it was proven that he wasn't by the voters with uh, 
See, and I, you know, they got that wrong. It should have been Zeke as the offensive rookie of the yeah. year. I actually, I actually do agree with that too. I think, I think it probably should have been Ezekiel Elliott for the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, defensive rookie, I mean, I don't know. I guess Joey Bosa, even though he missed those three or four games at the beginning, I guess that's all right. Um, like I said, I would have gone Belichick for coach of the year. Yeah, um, um, Bel- it was either Belichick or Garrett. Yeah, um, I, and. I don't know. I suppose an argument probably could have been made for Bill O'Brien uh, for getting his team into the playoffs with Brock Osweiler as a quarterback. Yeah, well. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, he did it on a dare. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no one can make the quarterback. No one can make the playoffs with Brock Osweiler as a quarterback. Hold, Hold my, my beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the division he he was given. Right. He was gifted that division yeah oh man that is it's probably the worst division of football and probably will be next year too i really hope we see improvement from the titans and the colts and the jaguars yeah yeah i'd like to see it be competitive uh beyond all of them being eight and eight (laughs) yeah oh well i do believe we are out of time uh i got appear that way i got things to do places to be we all have the same place to be (laughs) yeah (laughs) same same, i'm not special same bat place same bat time oh Thank you all for listening. Uh, those of you who stuck out to the end, you are our favorites. Don't tell the others. Um, Don't forget the code word. Yes. Put it on the Facebook page Purple. or the Twitter. Purple. We'll give so. you a special shout-out. Maybe uh, maybe, uh, maybe there's a prize or something. We'll figure something out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we throw some four-eyed radio gear at you if I can dig some up. Yeah. And you know what? Don't forget to tell your friends. We're... Yes, we don't have any friends, so you guys have to do all the, all the friend-telling. Tell your friends. All about us, because they'll love us just as much as you do. And not just us, all the shows yes. on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. And if you're not listening to the other ones, what is wrong with you? Get on it. There's some great shows. Power Rangers. I'm especially fond of this new one that just came out called The Crichton Cast. Yes. Two very dynamic hosts on that one talking about the works of Michael Crichton. One dynamic host <laughs> and Eric. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know what's funny? So Tom and I haven't met any of the other hosts but I've heard their voices so many times. <laughs> yeah. So there are many of many hosts on our network that I've never met. Yeah. So well, Eric, did I meet any of them when I when I was out there? Um, I don't. Uh, did Did anybody come out to karaoke? I don't remember if anybody made it out to karaoke or not. I don't, I don't know. I, I know uh, Matt and Steve, my co-hosts on uh, Socially Awkward Studios, came out a couple of times to Boston's for karaoke, but I don't remember if they made uh, it out while you were there or not. I don't remember too much about that night. I, I don't I, I don't I feel like nobody came out for that. I don't yeah I don't think they did. I think maybe one of uh, Amy's friends made it out for yeah. a short time and then that was it. So no I I don't know that you did. We'll have to we'll have to have a get together somewhere in the middle of the country. Just yeah. convention. Indiana Comic Con. That's as That's, close to the middle as, uh, as I want to go to that so to. bad. Uh, me too. I've reached out to them to uh, check into the prospect of uh, media badges. I have not heard back yet, but they might not be Cause looking I at those meet, emails yet. I want to meet uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, I think you mean Wesley. I think you mean Guy from Saw. I actually just <laughs> guy, guy from Saw. <laughs> Such a big fan of his work in that movie that you don't know his character's name. Yep. So. All right. Well, this all really right. is all the time we have. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk sports with you guys next week.